0: I'm not going to include that in the episode, I just like the theme.
1: <laughs> should include it in the episode. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hello, hello, and welcome to episode 4. 14, I immediately forgot every time. Why do I never remember where we're at? I
1: was to? literally going to say it's 14, I was going to correct you, so I'm glad you got
0: it. Episode 14 of Adapter Pals, my name is Jack, a.k.a. A Forgotten Donut, and joining me as always... My name is Dustin, a.k.a. Dustin. Hi there, Dustin, a.k.a. Dustin. How are you doing, Hello. Bro? I'm pretty good, actually. Yesterday was awesome, which we'll get into. Um... Well, yesterday, yesterday when we were recording. what It would have been... Friday,
1: yeah, Friday was awesome. Yeah, because of the bloody PlayStation show. Because we'll get into, it, we'll get into it. Anyways, um, what are we talking about today? Just quick, little quickly.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. We might have
1: new listeners. So, what is Adapter Pals?
0: Oh my god, what is Adapter Pals? Well, if you haven't joined us so far, Adapter Pals is a podcast. The end. (laughs) Adapter Pals, um, it's a couple of pals, myself and Dustin, and we are taking your favourite movies comics books tv shows really whatever our favorite characters and stories and we're thinking wow some of these would make pretty good video games how would we want them to become a video game or alternatively how would your favorite video games kind of do as a tv show or movie we've only done one or two of those so far but i reckon we're going to come back to the idea I reckon I really liked that as an idea. I thought it was really cool. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna pitch our favorite our favorite characters and stories of video games, and then at the very end of the podcast, we're gonna get given a random video game genre. Hell we're just gonna have yeah. to try and fucking work work with it. Hopefully, we can make something good. We have we've I mean we've definitely stumbled a few times, but I don't think we've quite failed. I would here. say
1: we well, yeah we have not failed so far. We Definitely. always work it out, and if we don't do it, we just spin it again and edit it out.
0: Um, <laughs> to so,
1: this week, in honour of the trailer for mm. The Matrix Resurrections, we are delving into that space, and we're asking the question, The Matrix, adaptable? Hopefully. I
0: reckon I, I, reckon I think so.
1: so. It's been some very successful adaptations. Um,
0: there are shockingly little. I thought there would be a lot more.
1: Yeah, but it's also got, like, references and stuff in films. You know, it's been referenced a million
0: times. Oh, yeah. Look, yeah. I meant just video games, but oh my god. If we're talking about. (laughs) If we're talking about one particular scene being referenced, yeah, it's everywhere. Oh god,
1: it's everywhere.
0: Anyways, would you like to know what The Matrix is? I would. I know. Maybe
1: our humble listeners would like to know what The Matrix is.
0: I've never (laughs) heard of The Matrix.
1: Okay, so, The Matrix, 1999 action film. Gun-fu, which means, like, martial arts kung fu mixed with guns. Um, It's about a guy named Thomas Anderson, actually known as Neo, played by the one known as Keanu Reeves. He's a computer hacker. He's recruited by Morpheus uh, to fight in this war against powerful machines and AI that have created
0: a near-perfect simulation of reality that turns humans into batteries. What is this reality? Is this, like, some weird kind of alternate universe or no it's
1: like 1999 sydney um you mean the matrix is our
0: real world are we in the matrix right now dust i mean we're not in the 90s but like are we we in the matrix right now
1: no because everything's not green oh stupid that's a little bit of trivia i'll drop now um in the films, they differentiate reality and the Matrix by having a green tint on the Matrix because, oh. like, the code of the Matrix is green, and then reality is like a little bit more colourful and warm. It's really cool. Um, That's cute. I like that.
0: And now so, that I'm thinking of scenes, I can see it. You know?
1: Yeah, yeah. It's very green, and they only get greener. <laughs> 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 Pretty much though. So, so Neo gets woken up from the simulation, and then he gets to go back into it to fight against the uh, the AI. And he can do all sorts of cool powers. He can bend reality. He can stop bullets with his hands. He can dodge bullets in that famous like sequence that no. you've seen.
0: He can do limbo so good.
1: Ah, oh, so good. Um, There was a time when everyone was doing that.
0: I was doing that in primary school. I feel and... like if, even if you haven't seen The Matrix, even if somehow you haven't heard of it, you've seen that Oh, absolutely. Reference. You've seen your yeah, bullet time. It would be impossible to not have.
1: Yeah. It's really cool as well. Like, that bullet time technique... They basically set up like heaps this, of cameras, yeah. yeah, in a circle. And then they all sort of get like photos around the uh, the shot. So then you can get like this spinning shot, making it look like the person suspended in slow motion. It's very cool stuff. Um, it got two sequels called The Matrix Reloaded and The Matrix Revolutions. It also had an anime spin off called The Animatrix, which I've seen like an episode
0: of. I watched that in school, but what? like in a class. For school? Yeah. Why? In high school. So, like, because The Matrix is very philosophical. Ah, and, right. And um, the teacher, I assume, just wanted to watch The Matrix. So we, we studied The Matrix and then watched clips of the Animatrix.
1: That's yeah. an awesome teacher. The teacher's like, yeah, I just want to watch my <laughs> favorite movie today, so... Well, you know, it's like that kind of...
0: The I Think Therefore I Am is the real world, actually the real world... Well, yeah, exactly. I forget what philosopher it was, but he was saying, like, the universe could literally be Descartes. Yeah,
1: it's... Yeah, Rene Descartes. Um, Funny little... Oh, sorry. You go.
0: The entire universe in front of us could just be a demon tricking us, and we would have no way of knowing, because we only know this reality. So is the Matrix real... Maybe we're in the Matrix right now. It is a genuine possibility. Well, it's not... Oh, yeah, don't don't scare the listeners. It's um, a genuine this world is not real. Nothing matters. Riot on the streets.
1: Um I don't like like René Descartes he annoys me though. Um if we're going to talk about philosophy yeah, fuck it. Why just not? because he went so far with that. He's like man this knife for example it um it might not be real because I had a dream about a knife. Therefore the knife isn't real. That annoys me. And you know how so he died because um, he got pneumonia because he spent his mornings walking in, like, the cold weather to one of his students' places, um, oh. like, very early in the morning. You know, um, maybe if he thought the pneumonia was real, he would have <laughs> seeked uh, <laughs> some medical <laughs> attention. The,
0: <laughs> the pneumonia wasn't real, Dustin. Now well, he's just... living his best life. Outside the Matrix, <laughs> it was just dream pneumonia. So that's how we get out of the Matrix. We die. Um,
1: no, because in the film, they say that if you die in the Matrix, you die in reality. That's which um, is a pretty interesting concept. Um, if you die in the game, you die in real life. Isn't that that sort of online does that as well? Probably. Oh, because that's, that's so just, much shit is done. That's just fucking the Matrix, like, yeah.
0: Grade three story where a guy gets pulled into a video game. Did that, you know.
1: Nice.
0: Everyone um, does. It.
1: Just quickly because the trailer's out. Have you seen the Matrix Resurrections
0: trailer? That's the new one. I have seen the trailer. I I've only seen the first movie. Yeah. Um because I've heard the other ones are meh. They're the other weird. one's got mixed reviews. Um yeah, I saw the trailer. I thought it was fine, but I don't really okay. have any personal super massive attachment to The Matrix, so Right. It was like, "Oh cool." it should be fine. It looks like it's a new Matrix, or maybe it's not. Yeah. So I'm
1: the same in that, like, I don't love the sequels. I plan on rewatching them. Um, but I... So I don't have, like, this emotional connection, but watching that trailer, I thought it looked really fantastic. Um, just from a colour palette standpoint, for one, like, it looked really pretty. And then the action looked really nice, so I'm like, yeah, this looks like it could be a lot of fun. Um, it's definitely gonna be weird, though. So it's like, I feel like, um whole bunch of people are going to go see what looks to be like a really cool action film. Maybe they're like, oh, The Matrix, I remember that. It was a really cool movie. Maybe they haven't seen the sequels. And then they get in there, and it's just weird. <laughs> It'll be like um like Dune as well. That's got to be a weird movie, but it is being
0: marketed like as this cool action blockbuster, but it's going to be weird. The only thing I know about the sequels, and it's a weird thing to know and should tell you a lot about my character, is um, yeah. I've heard, I think it's in the second one, There's just a big ol' orgy, and they're like, because when you're in the Matrix, you have this, like, cord in the back of your neck. Yep. And I only know this because it sounded like the worst thing in the entire world. They were, like, fingering each other's neck holes, and I'm not about that. That sounds like the worst thing ever. I don't remember that. I'm yeah. watching The Matrix Reloaded tonight. <laughs> Let me know if those holes get a fingered. Yeah, that's I've heard weird. it on a podcast and was upset by it.
1: That is odd. Yeah, well, that's that's a thing to sort of point out to. Yeah, uh, you know, in the Matrix, so the people who are bred by the machines to be in the Matrix, they have like yeah the plugs in them. They've one in the back of the neck, a whole bunch on their body. Um, but then there are people who are born outside the Matrix who can't go into the Matrix at all because they don't have the plugs,
0: which was really, really interesting. Um, so, yeah, there's this, um. we should mention in the real world, um, human, it's like the far future, humans yeah. and robots have gone to war, the humans kind of fucked their own planet. The humans are the bad guys, it's kind of cool. Well, yeah, yes, because the humans developed the
1: AI, then it turned against us. Um, well, it wanted independence, and we were like, yeah. no, no. No, With we should robots. probably not develop AI in real life. Just yeah. thinking, we, then we should the not sun, do I'm that.
0: Pretty sure.
1: Yeah, yeah. So they they blot out the sun so that they can um, prevent the machines from using the solar energy. Turns out um, that was a bad idea.
0: Because bad idea. You know who idea, else needs
1: they... the sun? Humans. We do. <laughs> so then the humans uh then the machines enslaved humanity because humans generate a lot of bioelectricity. Um,
0: but they created a nice world Cream, very kind. Very, they created the 90s. Very grim.
1: Yeah. Well, there's like a bit in the second one where they talk about like other versions of the Matrix that have come before. That's in the
0: first one, and don't mention that just yet. I have a moment for that. Oh, okay. Cool. A particular Anyways. time, I want to mention that line. <laughs> I would just talk about
1: this, um, mm. as well as delving... i just I've got to read it as I wrote it. Um... <laughs> <laughs> As well as delving into deep philosophical concepts about identity and self and being excellent gun fu action film, The Matrix also acts as like an allegory for the director's tra- uh, experience as a trans woman, As sorry, the director's experiences as trans women. Um, some notable points to this include the character of Switch, uh, she was originally going to have a female avatar in The Matrix and a male body in the real world, which is really cool. Uh, unfortunately, the studio stopped this from happening because they suck, but um... It's cool because the matrix, your matrix avatar reflects who you really like, who you, how you view yourself, um, which I think is really, really cool. Um, I don't think that I'm equipped enough to talk about this in a really deep and meaningful way. Yeah, so to gonna...
0: cis white boys, we are not equipped to talk about <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> this whatsoever. We That's absolutely cool, true. But... <clears throat> so
1: it's very cool. Um, so I'm going to point uh, listeners you guys in the direction of a channel called curio they're a trans creator and they can explore they explore this topic in a really really cool way they've got a couple of videos about why the matrix sequels are actually good which i've been watching really interesting stuff but they also get into detail about uh how it's a trans allegory it's
0: really really sick um interesting stuff i'm very interested to actually watch those i haven't watched those as of yet but uh, i'm curious to do so Get Very long everyone. videos. It's good. Um,
1: I am having some internet problems.
0: Are we good?
1: Why does this. Ah, sounds like it. Why does this always happen to me?
0: Because you have shit internet where you are. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Because <laughs> <laughs> the MBN blame Scum Morrison. Did you just say Scum Morrison? I didn't, but I'll pretend that I did. That's so good. More than willing to say. Scum Morrison every chance. <laughs> Alrighty, um,
1: yeah. So that's a really cool thing. A cool. I was going to say detail about the Matrix, but it's more like the entire point of the Matrix.
0: Yeah. Um, I, I know is... this comes as a shock, but uh, in my Catholic private school upbringing, didn't mention that. Did not actually. Um, didn't really delve into that side of that. Um, mostly, mostly the other the the religious allegories. Whether they are present or not, who knows? I have... Okay, sorry, just on allegories (laughs) because it's really funny. Yeah. Um, Which I should say before this, like, if you're religious in any way, shape, or form, good for you. I'm not particularly. That's that's just... it's fine. I remember, because I went to a very Catholic high school, they would try and relate everything to God. Of course, in like that kind of, um hey, it's pretty cool. Hey, it's actually in your favorite movies, and yeah. we were watching, what was it, uh, the Shawshank Redemption? Excellent okay. film. Why did you get to watch that in high school? And it was like an English. That was our English movie that we watched. Right, and we studied. It was cool. It was a good movie, and all the, our English teacher was like. You have to mention, like, you'll get bonus points if you do, um, you mention the, the religious aspect of when, uh, Andrew Dufresne, that's how I remember his name, (laughs) comes out of the sewer, spoiler, um, and he's in the rain, and he has his arms outstretched, and he's like, oh, rain, um, that's a religious allegory for, like, you know, Christ, freedom, that kind of thing. Is it? You have to mention that. Um, you'll get, like, that, that'll be a good... That'll be some good Good boy points. Yeah. And I googled it, because I'm like, that doesn't really seem that... Like, he just has his arms outstretched. It's not like Cause a... Because he's, he's a guy who's free from prison? Yeah, it's not like it's fucking Zack Snyder making Superman Jesus every ten seconds. And there is literally a quote from the director saying, um... Oh, yeah, that was, like, um... Not intentional whatsoever that's so funny like if you if you see it that way, cool, like more power to you, but no, yeah, he was just the rain felt good it was I don't remember exactly the quote, but it was basically just like, yeah, he was happy to be free, and the rain felt good, yeah. so he had his arms outstretched, and I mentioned it to the teacher because I'm like, well we're just we'd just be you know spitting out wrong information. Catholic Church spitting out wrong information? That'll be a first. Anyway. Um, whoa, whoa, whoa. Getting a bit saucy <laughs> on pals. Uh Yeah, and, and she uh, did not like me for the rest of she that. She gave you detention. <laughs> she she That's knew she so couldn't. funny. But yeah, she was very like, hmm, well, you can still mention it if you would like. And I'm like, I won't because it's You should have mentioned real.
1: it for the extra credit, dude.
0: I did not because... No, it's not. It's not true. Because you have a a moral compass. <laughs> it's just I'd be lying, and I don't know. Yeah, um, but yeah, that's so funny. Yeah, I love that. I just I love I that remember. so much. <laughs> so I'm I'm curious to see if any of the Matrix was a religious. Outlet. I mean, you've got like Trinity. I think that yes, definitely. Um,
1: we can jump into some trivia as well off the back of this.
0: Um, oh, I would like to quickly as well say, on the even though we may not be super equipped, but unfortunately, it is mostly our uh, our kind of ilk doing this. If you're one of those red pill blue pill people and you don't uh, yes. actually get what that means, get fucked. Absolutely, <laughs> Fuck I completely agree. You're oh so God, dumb.
1: that's my favorite thing. It's when people are like, oh, Blake, took the red pill and accept Trump, and it's like, um. No, taking the red pill means. would be the opposite of that. <laughs> um, That's so funny. So good. I love it. I love the world as it is today. <laughs> and by love, I mean hate. Maybe <laughs> um, I
0: wish this was a Matrix so we can fucking delete it all.
1: So we can wake up and be in something better. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I completely agree with that. Uh, yeah, so with regards to religious allegory and stuff, mm-hmm. I think it's absolutely there in the Matrix and definitely feels like um intentional cuz yeah. you've got like neo being the one uh the character morpheus um the name morpheus comes from the greek mythology god uh the god of dreams which this is an interesting uh, piece of trivia yeah, he's the god of dreams yet he's the man who wakes people up from the dream in the film um also like a little interesting thing about the red pill and the blue pill in the film the quote goes, if you take the red pill, you will see... So, if you take the blue pill, you wake up in your bed and the story ends. Um, you believe whatever you want to believe. If you take the red pill, we'll see just how deep this rabbit hole goes, because they're comparing to Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> I think that's really interesting, because the red pill is the pill that actually wakes you up in your bed. Because um, you wake up in the uh, real world, yeah, in your... Yeah. It's, a, it's a form of a bed, it's full of goo and it's gross, but it's a bed. It's a bed. <laughs> um, you're weirdly
0: hairless, but yeah, you're... Yeah, game.
1: very hairless.
0: No eyebrows why do they is not- always no
1: weird. No eyebrows. Why do they not grow hair? How'd they stop him from growing hair? I want to know. Too wet. Is that a thing? I have no idea. <laughs> That's what my brother said. I was like, "How can they stop him from growing hair?" And he goes, "Maybe it's the goo." I'm like, "That
0: doesn't make any sense." Maybe the goo is um, like it just like a mild acid. It just gets the hair. Yeah. I don't know, dude. But it's
1: uh. It's, 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 a, it's a weird look. It's um, interesting. Yeah, so I find that really, really fascinating. Um, other bits of trivia. Mm-hmm. I reckon we'll do trivia, and then we can jump into games, yep. and then we can pretty much just talk about games the rest of the episode. Yep. Um, so this one I really like. The Wachowski sisters, uh, Lana and Lily, they asked for over $80 million to make the film. Warner was like, no, uh, we're not giving you that much money, and gave them $10 million. Then they used that ten million to create that opening sequence, where the cops go up in there and try to arrest Trinity, yep. and they do the first bullet time sequence of the film. So they use that ten million dollars just for that, um, and Warner was so impressed that they greenlit the original budget and That's let them cool, make the legs. film. Yeah, it's really cool. They like risk the entire movie on one scene. Um, they
0: were confident they knew what they wanted to make.
1: Absolutely. And it's a great sequence. The whole, really All the action in the movie is really fantastic. Um, another little fun piece of trivia is... I have mentioned Morpheus. I'm just reading off my list. Yeah, um, so here's one. Keanu Reeves, he only has 80 lines in the first 45 minutes of the film. Um, oh. Now, this is where it gets fun. 44 of those lines are questions. So that for all the uh, smart people in the audience, is uh, about forty about a question per minute um, Jesus, (laughs) that he's asking. It's really, really funny. And then this last little bit, which I think is really interesting before I talk about some casting stuff, is uh, Richard Walker is the founder of the sunglass company Blind. Now, he competed against Ray-Ban and Arnett to design sunglasses for the film. Mm -hmm. So, I think that that's fascinating, just off the top, that there was different companies trying to design sunglasses. I just thought it would be done in house by like a prop designer or something. But um he won because he made unique sunglass designs for each character based on their names only, which I think is really cool.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, my yeah. guy. I like that.
1: Yeah. Now um if we wanted the Matrix to be bad, Nicolas Cage was almost Neo.
0: <laughs> Ooh.
1: so people who can for the Neo. role Yeah.
0: All oh,
1: right, oh, all right. So yeah, people who were considered for the role were Nicolas Cage, Leonardo DiCaprio, and Tom Cruise were all sort of considered for the role, mm-hmm. and then Gary Oldman and Samuel Jackson were both considered for Morpheus. I think they both would have been excellent casting, but Lawrence Fishburne is phenomenal. He's perfect. phenomenal. He's so good. His delivery is amazing. Anyways, that's all my Matrix trivia that I've got. Would you like to know about some Matrix Vidian games? I was going to say the last little bit of trivia oh, I had is there so. was a list of 21 bits of trivia and I boiled it down to like 7. <laughs> 7 <laughs> I'm of very bastard. I'm very proud of myself. Yes. Let's hear about some matrix video games cuz I'm very interested
0: cuz you said there's less than There has been oh, three. Great. Wow. That feels really short. Yeah. Grunt, I one know is many games but Okay. Well, one game, but, like, just going on forever. You know what I mean. Or you will shortly. Yeah, I don't know what you mean. <laughs> MMO. Ah, right, 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 right. right. So the first one, however, is Enter the Matrix. Yep. It was released in 2003. Um, I'm reading off the Wikipedia, by the way, there are, if you want to source me. Um, its story is concurrent with that of the film of Matrix Reloaded, so that's the second one? Ah. Yes. I believe? uh, It apparently actually features over an hour of original footage written and directed by the Wachowskis, starring the cast. That's cool. Do you play as Neo? I don't believe so, no. Because it's like one of those, um... It's happening at the same time. This is a side Ah, story.
1: Ah, right. Okay, cool.
0: It got mixed reviews, from what I can tell. It was like, it was fine. Excuse me? And, um... It was very... It sold fucking gangbusters, though.
1: Oh, no doubt. I've heard of this one. I think I've heard of all the games. I'm just surprised that there are not more.
0: I'm surprised I've only heard of all the The games, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, Yeah, like, it was the 39th highest-selling game for the PlayStation 2, Xbox, and GameCube between January 2000 and July 2006.
1: That's Jesus. wild. That's very good, and it's apparently not amazing, but pretty decent.
0: It's pretty decent. Okay, cool. But yeah, the Wachowskis were like pretty involved in it. They were the writers, from what I can see. That's super cool. They're like uh apparently big old big old gamers. That's good. The second one, I like also oh, yeah I I, was, yeah, I like when
1: people who worked on games are involved in making the films and shows based on them. I like. When it's the opposite, when people who worked on films are involved in the making of games, based, I don't think that it definitely means that you're more likely to get a good product.
0: I'm pretty sure the second one is Matrix Path of Neo that was yep. fully written and co-directed by the Wachowskis. Oh, nice! They are. Uh, it's basically just following the story.
1: Yeah, it's just like films. the three films, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. But you're playing it in video games. To my memory, now again, I'm just hearing this off a uh, off another podcast, so I could be very wrong, but one of the parts ends with Neo fighting a giant Agent Smith. Yes, I did hear about this recently. Because so... uh, the directors were like, they were either like, this is the original ending that we wanted, but you know, it doesn't really, we, we, we weren't able to, given our budget restraints. So here it is in the game, and you play yep. it. Or alternatively, they were like, "We had an ending, but that's boring for a video game." Yeah, here's a giant Agent Smith. I think that it's the
1: second one, or maybe it's a bit of both. But yes, Which um, is all really the Agent fun. Smiths form together to make to, a big old
0: Megazord. Yeah,
1: to make a, yeah, that's the one, and and they fight. You know, um, Batman anime did that at the end. Yeah, so um, all the villains have like big mechas based on themselves, and then a whole b- a big cloud of bats forms together to make s- to make a giant Batman, and and then he fights fights the uh, other mechas. That
0: makes me sick.
1: <laughs> so yeah, that's a really hilarious ending to the video game. I like that a lot. Um, oh it's God. ridiculous and insane. Yeah.
0: From what I can tell I got better reviews as well, but not by much. Okay. Like the first I one think... you're looking at fives and sixes, this is about six and seven, so better, but meh. I think it's really cool that they
1: just went and adapted the three movies. That's really good. I almost played this as well. I had a friend who owned a copy of it, and I think I was gonna try it out once, and then it never happened. Um,
0: sure.
1: and it's really hard to get now, as I understand.
0: Like I, if you I want would, to play would it, probably not just, be a surprise you. Probably emulate yeah, it. Probably just emulate it. Yeah. Um, um, it does feature cool. clips from all three films and the animatrix. Ah, very cool. And it's got the full cast from the movies, I imagine. Probably. I'm not 100 percent sure. Okay. But the there big one, the big boy, the Matrix Online. Which just went on for years. I believe it released 2005. When did it close? Let me just find it. And it closed in 2009. So a solid four years. That's pretty good. This one's interesting because it's all canon. It is all canon. I believe it features the death of Morpheus too, which is pretty yeah. Well, wild. it's
1: like he, I think he dies, but then like he gets assassinated, but then he's not actually dead or something. Oh, okay. Um, People love this heard. game. People
0: still talk about it. Far out. They are big. This was really big. Do you reckon it'll get any sort of a revival? Well, I've heard rumblings that maybe if this was canon, maybe it'll be referenced a bunch in the new one.
1: Yeah, that's what I heard as well. Um, because they yeah they've never decanonized it or anything. They've never thrown out any of the canon of the Matrix stuff either. So it's like it's very possible that this new film. Has a whole bunch of references or picks up some of those storylines from the online game, which will be really interesting um,
0: for oh. those of us who haven't played it. So they are. Uh, this is a shame because I'm pretty sure this has now gotten a bad, gotten, got some bad fucking juju to it. But oh, good. Um, the people who haven't who have either taken the blue pill or not been given the choice yet, are referred to as blue pills, while the cool characters that you play as are red pills. And I'm pretty sure that has some uh, connotations Uh, now. Yeah, cool. That's a shame. But from what I can tell, it's pretty good. I haven't played any of these games. Yeah, no,
1: neither have I. But that look, that red pill, blue pill thing, that's a case of really awful people trying to take something good and developed by cool people and interesting people. And it's people who are unhappy with the state of their own lives who yeah. are trying to take over
0: that. Um, Do you want to know something cool, though? Because this is wild. Yeah, of course. And I think, Sorry, fuck, I no, got grim there for it's a okay. second. <laughs> the world is grim. Everything's sad. Maybe this is The Matrix. Who cares? Ugh. Um, maybe bloody... Marvel's Avengers could learn from this. I don't know how uh, oh. don't know how accurate this is, but apparently there were nine new critical missions every six weeks released. Far out. That's and, insane. Including a new hand-drawn cinematic every six weeks to coincide with it. Wow. Daily live events, large scale organisational meetings, one a month. Like, this game looked contentful. They were just supporting the crap out of it. That's so good. Yeah, and when it was shut down in 2009, it had less than 500 active players, which isn't a whole lot, but it means they kept supporting it, even when the numbers were that low. That's so good. But yeah, uh, look, it should be good. I I like that a lot. I've heard good things. No, I'm shocked there's no Matrix video game now. I think that we'll get one, right? I guess we're, like, right in 80s nostalgia at the moment, and we're starting to head into 90s. Yeah. I reckon this decade we're going to get, like... I mean, we've already got The Matrix again. The Matrix button here. I reckon now we're going to start to I reckon see we'll those get 90s a... franchises.
1: I reckon we'll get a Matrix game just because there's a new film coming out. Um, I was about to dunk on Marvel's Avengers by saying, haha, look at their low-play account.
0: Um... Haha, <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh, look at their low-play account, though.
1: Okay, so it's 831 we're playing in the last 20 minutes, and for the last 30 days they had 1500, which is still low. Like, it's not great for a game that's only a year old. Yeah. But um, it, it's got a lot more recently. Like, it's peaked. It's gone up quite a bit because they added Black Panther in. So, good for them, I guess. <laughs>
0: Hopefully it's good. I'll be playing Wolverine.
1: Right. This is just so. This is our weekly segment. Um, Jack and Dustin dunk on Marvel's Avengers. <laughs> so bad.
0: It's so bad.
1: So speaking of Wolverine, do you want to get into gaming news this week because it's pretty intense?
0: I reckon let's do a pitch first. Okay. Let's do a pitch That's first, good. and then we'll break up the pitches with some gaming news. That's a good idea. So do I, you but... want to go first, or would you like me to go first? Oh uh, I was about to ask you if you would if you have a game for us. Oh, sorry. No, I completely that's okay. That's it. cool. It's yeah, fine. I'm sorry, yeah. It's <laughs> fine, <laughs> Dustin. Doesn't Fuck. sound fine, Jack. <laughs> I'm okay. It's just. just okay. pitch your fucking game.
1: So I have a game idea. It's shit, I hate it. It's terrible. No. Yeah. <laughs> So I've said that there's a lot of Matrix games that focus on being in... Well, I said there's not a lot of Matrix games. (laughs) There's three Matrix games that focus on being in the Matrix as Neo or some other fighter fighting agents and doing bullet-time kung fu stuff.
0: No,
1: there are. There's not. There's three. (laughs) There
0: are some There were
1: upwards of two. That's insane. It really feels like a series that should have had, like, multiple video games over the last couple of years.
0: Yeah. Is... An Assassin's Creed game, The Matrix. You've it's done. very similar. You're back, you're living. Uh,
1: it's like, I'd say inspired by but it's yeah. a little bit different. Oh, for but, sure. But yeah. Matrix Um So, yeah, definitely. So I had this idea that is a mix between like a management game. I've never played one, but I've liked what we've talked about in the You've last couple of weeks.
0: Assassin's Creed Brotherhood.
1: So I've done a management game. So it's like, a, yeah, so a bit of a management game, but also mixed with like a third or first person like... Vehicle piloting and combat sim. Okay. Um, so you would take on the role of, like, commander of one of the hovercrafts from the films, flying around in the sewers and, like, going to Zion and everything. What and is, you would have
0: to... For those who are unfamiliar, what yes. is the hovercrafts? What's Zion? What are you What are you talking
1: about? So Zion's the big city in the Matrix. It's, like, the last human city ever. Last human... Do you mean uh, the real Last... It's hard yeah, to in, say, in well, the, like, in the, in the Matrix sorry. to mean
0: two things. It's hard to... In the real world,
1: in the film The Matrix, um, Zion exists as the last human civilization, like, last holdout of humanity um, against the machine. that's deep underground, and it's where all the people live. Uh, they fly around in hovercrafts that travel through the sewer tunnels um, to help people connect into the Matrix so that they can go and combat the machines... Mm-hmm. Uh, at the, in, in the AI area, in the, in, inside the Matrix. It's really interesting. Um, so I would basically put you in command of one of these hovercrafts and so like primary, like primary gameplay would be like flying around the sewers, fighting off the robots, the sentinels, they're called like robotic squids. So fighting those off, defending them, uh, upgrading your hovercraft with more weapons. Like you just start out with like a basic EMP, which I have in the film to disable them. Mm-hmm. Um, But then you've also got the management sim side of things where you've got a crew on your ship who you have to make sure are looked after and you have to recruit crew members to keep the ship running. And then you also have your people who are jacking into the Matrix to go and um, do missions inside the Matrix. So you have to recruit those people. As well,
0: kind of send them um, off on different missions and shit like that. Yeah,
1: absolutely. I'd send them off to you know acquire intel. I do the hacking stuff. I had this idea where it's like secondary objectives that they could carry out would be collecting some, um, like blueprints and schematics for like high tech weaponry and everything to then upgrade your ship.
0: Oh uh, yeah, just to
1: tie that gameplay in. But I thought what's really cool is like we talked about before. We've got people who are born in the real world and have never been in the matrix, therefore can't go into the matrix. And then you've got people who are born in the matrix. um, So they've got the holes in them. So you would have to go and recruit those people, do the red pill, blue pill scenario to people in the matrix to wake them up, to fill out your crew and get more people who can go and do hacking and fight the AI inside. And then you have to recruit people from Zion to fight people or to help fight on the outside.
0: So how which I would, think would be really cool. How would recruiting work? Is this like a dialogue tree that you've got to try and convince them? Is this yeah, like I reckon. Like, just going I reckon you'd get
1: in the real world. It would be like going and meeting people. In Zion, like, you know, probably getting a list of potential recruits and then, like, dialogue stuff with them. Mm -hmm. In the Matrix, it would be you'd get, like, a ping that says there's somebody who has worked out what the Matrix is or they're wondering what the Matrix is, rather, and they're becoming aware that their world is wrong, and then you would go and meet that person... Like you'd send some some of your team yeah. to go and meet them and then convince them and try and recruit them and maybe it goes wrong maybe they take the blue pill it's like all it'd be like chance or stat based or something I'm not sure yeah. um, but I just think that'd be really cool the idea of having to recruit people from both inside and outside to fulfill different roles on your ship to keep the ship
0: running because it would have very different wants and needs as well exactly yeah I like this and it's
1: like um because and it's like, a thing, like the whole idea of if you die in the Matrix, if you lose too many crew members,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you then can't get into the Matrix as much because you have less people to do it. So maybe you have to then go and speak to other Hofcraft captains to try and maybe borrow some of their people or whatever to try and keep your ship running so you can build your crew back out again. Because you can't just have it fully staffed by... Uh, no, oh, I was going to say normal. Um, <laughs> you can't just have it staffed by regular humans who don't have... Uh, plugs in them. You can't just do that because then you can't fulfil your role
0: of plugs and smooths. working That's inside the, the matrix. Main. Plugs, plugs and smooths, and smooths. Hey, Jeez. you got a smoothie? Hey, like a smoothie <laughs> over here?
1: Oh no! But yeah, I just think that'd be really interesting. So, kind of like um, moving away from the typical idea, which is like doing a third-person shooter inside the matrix. See, so, yeah, what's, um, what's
0: this main gameplay being in the ship?
1: You would be, like, properly taking control of piloting it around. Okay. And then you would just have, like, a screen that you can turn to, which is where you manage your crew, like a typical management simulator.
0: Awesome.
1: And, like, you'd be able to see them and everything. I just think it'd be interesting. I don't think I'd let you get up and walk around the ship. It'd primarily be just, like, a controlling the functions of the ship.
0: Yep, yep,
1: yep. But, um, you'd then have, like, your screen, the details, the crew members, and then you'd also have your fun third-person or first-person piloting gameplay.
0: Beautiful.
1: So I think the chase scenes with the squids are really, really cool. Um, and just a little fun fact. Do you remember um, TV DVD games as a kid? Oh, I do. So How good are good at
0: TV DVD games.
1: So interesting, so cool. Such a weird,
0: like, if you're 2000s
1: thing that's never going to happen again. <laughs>
0: get, get, like, a DVD from the mid-2000s. I'd say that's like the best era for it. Yeah, absolutely. Early to mid two thousands, chuck it in a DVD player. Go onto that special features. Chances are the Harry Potter ones were really good. Yeah, the first four
1: Harry Potter DVDs have proper fleshed out like they games mini games that you can play. Yeah, the it's Grinch like a, had like one like I remember. Twenty minutes or whatever. There was one on Tarzan as well. They just um, had little
0: mini games that you played with your remote control, and they fucking ruled.
1: They were so cool. So, there was a Matrix one. Now, I don't know if it was to be played on the TV. Secret
0: fourth Matrix video game.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, it was where you, you put it in your computer, the disc, and then you could play, like, a a Matrix game. And that's the inspiration for this, where you it's like a 2D maze, and you pilot your little ship around the maze and try and avoid the Sentinels. I just think that that's really cool to see. I'd like to see that as, like, a big PS5 game with my management sim. And it being third or first person, flying around these tunnels would be sick. Fucking yeah! Um, but yeah, if you yeah, if you if you have old Harry Potter DVDs, just chuck in your uh, chuck in the special features disc
0: and and play the the, the mini games. You played through the Wizard Tournament. Each you played through. Oh, sorry. I was gonna, each like each game or each challenge had a completely different game style. There was one yeah. going through the maze, and you had to like. Pick the right spell to. It was fucking. Cool. I'm
1: gonna play that later. today. Y- yeah. <laughs> you played through a more book accurate version of the maze from Harry Potter. Um, oh, right. Yeah, you. It's got all the monsters and tricks and stuff which don't feature in the film, which I thought was really interesting. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. So back to my idea. Pretty much, that's it. It's just a cool way to experience, like to sort of dip your. I said I wanted to dip my toes into like both sides to the Matrix, like the simulation world and the real world. Primarily in the real world, but running stuff going on in the simulation would be really cool.
0: Yeah. Nice. I'm um, a
1: big fan. I don't know what I'd call it. The Matrix uh,
0: the hovercraft pilot. <laughs> Beautiful stuff. Uh, Zion. Seems it was Zion, maybe. The, yeah. I the don't Resistance. Know. I don't know. What do they call themselves?
1: The Matrix Resistance. Yeah, they literally just call themselves the Resistance. There's Done. no, like...
0: The Matrix no Resistance. no silly, silly name. The
1: Matrix Resistance. I like it. So, Jack, do you have a
0: Matrix game that you would like to tell me about? I bloody well do have a Matrix game that I would like to tell you about. But first, I'm going to give you a quote. The quote that I wouldn't let you tell earlier. Ah, yes. It is from Agent Smith talking to, uh, talking to Neo. And he's discussing that the Matrix, you know, like... Oh, I think Neo asked something like, why... If this is the Matrix, how come, like, poverty exists? How come all this shit, it's shitty. And he said, did you know the first Matrix was designed to be a perfect human world? Where none suffered. Where everyone would be happy. It was a disaster. No one would accept the program. Entire crops were lost. Some people believe, uh, some believe that we lacked the programming language to describe your perfect world. But I believe that as a species, human beings define their reality through misery and suffering. Yeah. The perfect world was a dream that your primitive cerebrum kept trying to wake up from.
1: Uh,
0: I, I yes. want to pitch to you a city builder. Oh. In, like, the, the vein of SimCity, of Skitty, uh, Skitty, City Skylines... <laughs> But, the thing about those games that I've found, or like Tropica, you know, that kind of stuff. But it would be more worldly scaled. Or maybe just a city, and it's kind of expanded. I don't, I haven't fully thought. I'm going to stick with the city for now. Yeah. And it's assumed that the rest of the world is being run the same. Where, like, those games are all about, like, perfect management. Making sure everyone's happy. Making sure everyone is, like, exactly... Like, you can win that game by making the perfect world. Right. I want to pitch a management game where you have to account for imperfections. That's You cool. have to make a perfectly average world.
1: Yeah, okay. So it's not
0: about, like, having 10,000 hospitals and then healthcare being through the roof. Like, you just, oh my god, it's perfect, no one can get sick. It's about having just enough hospitals where just enough people die and just enough police that they stop most of the crime, but there's still crime. There's still absolutely crime. You have to find that balance of where people are content, but it's not perfect.
1: That's cool, because another way, yeah, because if it was perfect, they would, like you said, wake up. If 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 it gets too aware. bad,
0: obviously you lose because the city fails and everything is bad. But if it gets too perfect, then people are going to start rebelling against you because they they know the world isn't real.
1: You would yeah, have okay.
0: moments of like, there, there would be segments of like, oh. You might have to squash the resistance. Like, there are people who are waking up. Yeah. And you as... You'll be playing as one of the agents or as the AI, trying to make a...
1: Well, yeah, it sounds like you're the AI, and then you could, like, send your agents after them, I'd imagine.
0: Correct, yeah. You've got to try and find people who are starting to rebel. You'd be bloody destroying every phone box you can find. Because that's how they travel be so in between cool. Yeah, yeah, the... <laughs>
1: uh, yes, they do. Yeah, they get out of the Matrix through phones. I like that a lot. But yeah, it, it,
0: it would be a very morbid game. Yeah. Because there would be moments where you're like, Oh god, not enough people are dying. Oh god, not enough crime is happening. I need to artificially increase crime. That's so dark. It would be not a fun game to play. No. But it's my ideal game, which is what this show That's is about. That's <laughs> what this show's all about. It's like, I just want this really kind of harrowing, like, you know, you're playing the city builder and it's fun, but then when you get everything right, then you start to lose, you know? It's like that confusing, yeah. just having that moment of realization of, wait, what? No, but what? That's really cool. And maybe you'd have moments of, not combat, but like... You'd have to make choices and shit like that because, uh people, too many people are waking up. Do you get rid of them? Well, it's
1: like you could have incursions from, like, the resistance force outside the Matrix, like, trying to get people out, trying to help people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you'd have to, like, stop them, like, you know,
0: send agents, send cops and stuff to stop them. That would be really interesting. There would be moments of, like, instead of those, like, world events where a tornado goes through. There's like a glitch in the matrix that you have to quickly fix before too many people notice it. Yeah, you got to either send people, or maybe there's a mini game where you have to like fix the broken section of the matrix. And if too many people see it, they don't die, but instead they rebel against you. And... That's cool. I, yeah, it's an I don't know. I it's sad. It's wrong. Yeah, it's
1: very it's, sad.
0: <laughs> harrowing. It's very
1: grim, but I feel like
0: Matrix fans would like that, right? Yeah. That feels awesome. It would never happen that I would want to pitch it as a regular city builder and not tell people they have to (laughs) get the middle so they have to figure it out. Like, they are the AI trying to figure out what these these people want. But I know that that would never be a reality. Yeah. No, I
1: get that, and we pitch a lot of games on here that will never get made, so... Just add that to the pile to <laughs> yeah just the
0: just imagine getting a city builder you're trying to make the world perfect and then everyone's rebelling and yes then everything you. starts going to shit you literally I become like the ai trying to figure out what do you what do you want what do you No, i make a world too bad and you hate it i make a world too perfect and you hate what do you want you people and then suddenly you realize you're hating the human race
1: so you call it the Matrix Goldilocks, right? Because it's, uh, oh it's, it's neither too good
0: it. nor too bad. Um, it's just right. The Matrix Goldilocks. Done and done. I like that a lot. That'd be very cool. Thank you. Well, um, if, if, and, uh, if we're done here... And now I have depression, so... no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to make everyone sad. Do you know what I was happy, Gee, though? Huh? Some games got announced. Yes.
1: All the games got announced, my god. Alright, so, on Friday morning, and we're recording on Saturday because I specifically requested to Jack that we delay the recording Mm -hmm. so that we could talk about this, because PlayStation had their showcase, and it's really exciting. Um, It went for like 45 minutes, they talked about a whole bunch of games, Um, just showing off all stuff that's coming out for PlayStation 5, and... um, other consoles, Xbox Series X, and whatnot. There's a lot of third parties. But, anyways, so I've devised a game. Okay. It's called Hyped or Not. I'm going to read to you the list. There's about 17 games awesome. that were shown off. I'm just going to read to you the titles of the games, and you're just going to tell me if you're hyped or not. Uh, doesn't matter if you don't know what it
0: is. I haven't watched <laughs> of the showcase, I've watched some of the bits that I was interested in, and that's about it. So, this is going to be interesting. Right. So then, what we're going to do after that
1: is we'll actually talk about the games off this list that we are excited for, cool. and sort of break that down a bit. All right. So number one, Knights of the Old Republic remake from Star Wars. Ah,
0: hyped.
1: All right. Number two, Project Eve.
0: Mm, that's oh, is that the like flying one? Your space. Uh, it's a
1: yeah. It's it, it's a it's a, it's a JRPG I think. Oh oh, I was very wrong. Uh, no, so it's I hyped. Like Devil May Cry. Oh, not hyped. Okay. At all. <laughs> Uh, Borderlands, Tiny is Wonderlands. Not hyped. I agree. <laughs> Forspoken. This is the one you were thinking of, the, um, you got flying and okay. magic and
0: stuff. Oh, oh, that was not the one I was thinking of. I was thinking of EVE oh. Online. That's what I was oh, thinking. Oh,
1: that's... Aha, lol, that's
0: old. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, is it coming to PlayStation? Cool, I guess. Not hyped. Um, so, did you say Forspoken? Magic? It's got magic and flying and stuff. Ah, uh, not hyped
1: at the moment. Wow, From Rainbow the... Six Extraction. Not hyped. I agree. Alan Wake remaster for PS5. Oh, hyped,
0: but for my Twitch views.
1: Lol, I am hyped because I never played it as a kid. Um, I remember that game coming out. Sorry, I'm breaking the rules of the game, but I remember this coming out just... and got really excited to play it and never played it. Game too spooky,
0: <laughs> Jack's a pussy.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, GTA five Expanded and Enhanced Edition, <sighs> slash GTA
0: Online. No, I mean, it's a good game, but not hyped because... Came out on PS3 and PS4. <laughs> yeah, not hyped. Ghostwire Tokyo. Oh, I've heard the name. Are you hyped or not hyped?
1: I'm hyped. I think. I think it looks really cool.
0: Ghostwire Tokyo. Uh, um...
1: This one had the trailer that had the ramen that set the internet on fire. Oh sure,
0: hyped. Ages ago.
1: All right, cool. <laughs> this sounds fun. From Square Enix, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy.
0: <sighs> oh, I... Look, from what I've seen of it, not hyped. But right, but you want to be hyped. I really want to be hyped, but not hyped.
1: Number 10, Vampire the Masquerade Blood Hunt. Not hyped. Interesting. 11 Death Loop And this
0: hurts me to say, not hyped.
1: See, I'm hyped because I think it looks cool, but I'm not hyped because I've shown it off 80 fucking times. <laughs>
0: I'm um. <laughs> I'm hyped because it looks cool. I'm not hyped because time loop. I I may have hit a enough time loop.
1: That's fair. I don't know if I'm going to enjoy
0: playing the same segment of a game over and over. I'm not one of those people who can play the same game over and over and over. Right. Like, some people play Marvel's Avengers or Warframe or games like that, or Destiny, where they're, like, going through the same map again and 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 again I just can't do it.
1: That's fair. I'm excited because I like perfecting runs on, like, stealth games and stuff. Okay, yeah. So... That's not
0: something I'm particularly interested in, but I can see the appeal.
1: So there's that, which will be exciting. Yeah. Um, it also, like, look, I think it looks fun. Anyway, number twelve. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce this one. Kid a amnesia exhibition, or Kid Amnesia Exhibition.
0: I am to commemorate Wait, do you know what this is twenty one years of Radiohead seminal albums. Radiohead, not hyped. Yeah, not hyped. I don't know what this is. Um, I don't hate Radiohead. I don't like Radiohead. They're probably fine. Not hyped. Never heard any of. The,
1: I've never like willingly heard any of their music. Yeah. Um, uh, Chia.
0: Not hyped.
1: Okay, I'm kind of interested. It looks a swimming but... game. Yeah. Number fourteen, Uncharted: Legacy of Thieves collection for PC and PS5. I haven't
0: played the original, so not hyped. What? I know, I played the first Uncharted f- for a bit. Okay. And then zombies happened, and I'm like, what? <laughs> so this
1: is a remaster of 4 yeah. and Lost Legacy. I would say this is perfect for you, because you've never played 4, so you may as well pick it up. I haven't played it's really 2 or 3, good. though. Ah, it doesn't matter. Okay, um, <laughs> okay I I here we go. Yeah, they're very good games. I'm only not hyped, because I just think they should just put a 60 FPS upgrade on the regular game, and it'll feel good anyways like it doesn't need a remaster yeah. i guess then again spider-man didn't re- need a remaster and i'm very appreciative of that remaster it's
0: probably just because <clears> <throat> pc like the pc release is pretty interesting yeah it's That's very something.
1: cool um number 15 We're on the same everyone's website. hyped about I'm this
0: fucking hyped dude <laughs> hyped as
1: fuck marvel's wolverine <laughs> i am hyped. so hyped okay grand
0: turismo 7 Not hyped. get to the next one
1: lol marvel's hyped. spider-man 2 <laughs> Hiked. God of War Ragnarok. Oh, uh, not hyped. <laughs> what? I haven't played Very the one. Oh, and that's it. But uh, it looks good. I thought there was another one, but yeah, God of War Ragnarok. Okay, so the ones we're actually excited about, and the ones that we want to talk about are Spider-Man, Wolverine, God of War. Kotor. I wanted to talk about, uh, and Kotor. Yeah, I've never played Kotor. Let's, yeah, go back to up So, I never played Knights of the Old Republic. Neither
0: did. Uh, well, like, I tried to play it on PC. And that game right. is not aged well. Lol. It controls But weird. I love Star
1: Wars so much. It's really good. So I am excited as hell for a new Star Wars game. If they give me not turn-based combat... I'm um, a fan of turn-based I'll combat? Be, I'm just not a fan of it. I think that if you're a fan of turn-based combat, are you really a human
0: at all? <laughs> <laughs> I... Um, uh, so, like, Persona 5 is a game I like, yeah. even though I don't like anime or turn-based combat. That showed me it can be good.
1: It's just the description of turn-based combat being, you press, like, you select an, an, uh, an option to happen, then you just watch it play out in front of you while you don't do anything. Mm. Um... That just doesn't sound appealing to me. I'd like, if they add in like proper real-time lightsaber combat, similar to Jedi Fallen Order, but like, so then it would be really cool. This combat Though is I... different.
0: It is a bit more real-time. Okay, it's more like how do they. I think they described it as like Dungeons and Dragons, in the way that like mm-hmm. you basically get, you get rolls to see how you did. Well, like yeah, okay. you're running up to people. You can move about. You're just picking actions to use. In right. real time.
1: So, what I was thinking... It's not like Pokemon. Because it's a... Pokemon. Yeah, it's... Yeah, Pokemon looks ridiculously boring to play. Um, so, it's a remake, which is really good because it means that they can change up the gameplay. I was thinking that if they did it like Final Fantasy VII Remake, mm-hmm. where you've got like real-time combat, but then you can also slow down time and then choose actions and stuff, would be a really cool way to mix it. That would be very cool, and I'd be down for that because I liked Final Fantasy VII's combat. Um, I haven't played the whole game; just played the demo. It's really cool. Um, yeah, so I'm like we said, very hyped for this. This looks great. It was a great trailer as well, like just a cool little reveal.
0: Bloody Revan. Revan always looks cool. But
1: um, it was a cool way to announce the showcase because I thought the showcase actually went downhill a bit because it just kind of got boring. Um, but it picked up. So much stuff I didn't care about. Yeah. Uh, so and one that I'm hyped for that you're not hyped for is Forspoken. Um, That's because I haven't heard of it. <clears throat> That's fair. So it was announced as Project Athia like last year mm-hmm. at the PS5 like reveal event, and then earlier this year they announced that it was called Forspoken, and now they've shown some gameplay. Now I was kind of on the fence about it. I thought that the movement system looked cool, like the traversal across the uh, the map. Mm-hmm. But now that I'm seeing the gameplay, which is, like, using magic and everything, it looks very much like Doctor Strange, with, like, his combat, like, with, like, putting up big circular shields and summoning stuff, making magical weapons, I'm like, yeah, that looks really sick. Um, It's looking like a big open world. I'm good. That's totally fair. The, uh, dialogue didn't impress me, though, in the trailer. No? There's some really ropey-sounding dialogue, and some, um like, voice acting choices that I wasn't a fan of. So I'm like, I'm hoping that it's a game where the story and the gameplay can really bring it together, if that's what the dialogue's like. Um, hopefully. Hopefully. Shall we move on? Alright, so another one that um, you said that you're hyped for, because you want to stream it, um, um, and I'm hyped for.
0: Too much of a pussy to do anything else.
1: <laughs> so we talked about this already, but Alan Wake getting a remaster, I think, is really, really cool. I loved Control, which oh, is uh, like also from Remedy. Yeah.
0: Um, apparently they, it has a bunch of Alan Wake references too yeah so. there's
1: like a DLC where you hang out with them or something, I haven't played it yet because um, I have finished that game I liked it but I was pretty burnt out um, yeah fair but Alan Wake looks really really cool, the graphics don't look amazing for the remaster, like it is a remaster not a remake and it was an Xbox 360 game um, so I guess you can forgive it there but like I've never played it so I'm keen as a bean
0: Um, Pain is a bloody bean
1: Yeah, it looks good. Like it looked awesome. Like with the sort of, do you know like the mechanics, the light?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, like the flashlight mechanic where you shine it on them and you can kill them. It looks so cool. Anyways, um, moving on to the big announcement. So there was this funny thing that kept happening. I was watching the showcase, and the Marvel logo came up and everything. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh my god, here we go. Spider-Man 2 and then I saw the Square Enix logo come up I'm like for fuck's sake (laughs) Um, I don't care I'm sorry I don't care about Guardians but then I kept watching and then up comes the Marvel logo I'm like here we go Spider-Man 2 here we go and then it's this dirty grungy bar and there's dead people everywhere and there's this dude sitting at the table and I'm like oh my god is this Wolverine and then shink the claws
0: I'm like so good so fucking cool. You would have gotten double tricked because the Insomniac logo would have come up. The Insomniac logo comes up, like, here we go. It's Spider Man 2. Spider-Man here we, two. we go. I'm ready, baby. Old man?
1: And then I'm like, I'm I Arguably, I'm more hyped, I would say, for Wolverine because it was more of a shock. Like, I did not yeah. expect it. And look, I have a bunch of
0: thoughts right out the gate. So, Interesting I'm thing... really
1: hoping. Oh, sorry. Quickly, sorry.
0: Here My go. partner mentioned. Yeah. Um, cause I was showing, I was showing them and, yeah, she was like, oh, um, she said she thought it might've been Wolverine. Oh, okay. But was confused as to why he wasn't healing. Cause he was bloody. He was a little bit scratched up.
1: Well, I thought that he was big. So a lot of people point out his knuckles are bloodied, mm-hmm. but they're not cut. Oh,
0: are they? Okay. Ignore yeah. Them.
1: So really cool thing where his knuckles are bloody and everything, because he's been killing people, but he's healed up, which I think is cool. So your partner on this one is wrong. Um, Fucked
0: up. What a what a dumb.
1: Yeah, dude. I think it's a really cool detail. Um, Morgan. But then, <laughs> oh sorry. But then, um, what I really want to do is really slow down that footage and see what they watch the animation for his bloody knuckles splitting open because I'm sure it's. Gruesome disgusting. Hell. Um, but something I'm really hoping for is that it's set not in a city, because I can't. I just can't picture Wolverine in his spandex running around beating up criminals like Spider-Man would. It just doesn't seem right for Wolverine.
0: Yeah.
1: I really want them to set it out in like the like a wilderness type area with like sort of bigger open world. Uh, maybe wow. give him his motorbike. I know that you don't love open worlds, but like give him his motorbike, give him maybe some like parkour and trees and everything. You want Days Gone. Like, yeah, well, it's like I was thinking about Days Gone when I was thinking of this, because I think that'd be really cool. That really ties to how Wolverine is, like he's a drifter, yeah. Um, he's angry, have like a couple little towns that you can visit, go to bars, get drunk, fight thugs and everything, have like some conspiracy going on in um, this area. Yeah. I'm very much inspired by the audio drama, which everyone should listen to, by the way, starring Richard Armitage, uh, Marvel's Wolverine, The Long Night. Fantastic.
0: I keep meaning to, but I, I just haven't yet.
1: It's so good. Just just listen to it every day when you're off. Go for a walk. I don't care. Do something. Listen to it. It's real good. Um, but yeah, so that kind of like set in small towns and communities and everything, and I think that would be so cool for a game. I just can't picture him parkour and around a city and he doesn't have a movement gimmick as well like spider-man does i
0: think they won't do a city because they're already doing spider-man in a city right i feel like they'll just as like developers they'll want to mix it up you know
1: it's really cool because insomniac's never really done anything like that as far as i know
0: they have a lot on their plate yeah
1: they do coming up
0: because they They did ratchet and clank and fucking miles morales so quickly
1: same year yeah well, I think Ratchet & Clank they've been working on for a while. Miles Morales, I know, was put together really quickly because that was, like... I th- i think it was because he was so popular. Like, people were excited about him being in the first game. And yeah. then Spider-Verse as well. So they were like, okay, let's do a Miles game. And that's why it's a bit smaller. Um, rather a lot smaller. Yeah. So it's like, I think it's good though and it would be cool to see insomniac branch away from doing cities because they've done cities like you've got two spider Spider-Man games you've got sunset overdrive um so it'd be cool to see them go to a more rural setting um and then it's like you can do so much with costumes as well because i still want the spandex in there i'd love to see like a tattered version of the spandex costume where he's like wearing his jacket over the top of it or something
0: You just want that classic costume, no matter what.
1: Obviously, absolutely, like put in as (laughs) as well. Put in a nice, nice, spiffing, clean spandex costume. Natural. Um, I think you could do a lot of cool, like stealth elements, like similar to Ghost of Tsushima as well. Um,
0: I'm
1: hyped. Yeah, I'm very excited for this. I. lost my marbles a bit when they're now so i was like oh my god i love wolverine so here we go um but
0: now the big one gran turismo the big
1: one gran turismo 7 um it's Dude a very cards. pretty game it's very pretty but uh it's a nice graphics showcase but i'm
0: not gonna play it <laughs> i haven't played god of war do you want to talk about that for a bit before we talk yeah, about sure. one that we the big both one.
1: so god of war i love the first game um very good very solid game. Well, I said the first game, I mean God of War 4, technically. I love 2018's God of War. Very cool. Very brutal combat system. Very good story. Very emotional. I'm keen as for this because they're introducing Thor. So we're probably gonna be get to kill Thor, Thor, which will be awesome. You got yeah, you got Dad Bod Thor. Love um it. hoping that we get to use Mjolnir, so I'm hoping we kill Thor and then get to use Mjolnir, that would be awesome. Um because Thor's a villain up. in this series, like he's not a good guy in Norse mythology. He's not a good guy in this game. He sounds like a very cruel b- uh, bastard. No right. And um, he's out for blood because spoiler alert, Kratos no! and Jack. I do want to play. Spoilers? Yeah, I
0: do. I do want to play the first game.
1: Spoiler alert: something happens in the first game, which uh, something
0: happens. Oh no, something
1: happens. So yeah, hopefully we're probably gonna. And it's God of War. Like you fight gods, and you kill gods in God of War, so... Thor is hopefully not going to make it to the end of this game, because I want to use Mjolnir above (laughs) anything else. Um, Because it has a similar... Because, like, the axe throw mechanic and everything would work perfectly. Yeah,
0: mjolnir Yeah,
1: Very cool stuff. Very exciting. Great trailer as well. Like, I was surprised at how much uh, gameplay they showed off. I think a lot of people were saying it looks quite similar to the first game. um, Because it is going to be PS4 as well as PS5. Which is disappointing, but, you know, we take what we get.
0: Oh, did you hear the, um... Just a quick aside, the whole controversy about Horizon? Oh, yeah, god. Sony Sony doing a fuck-up.
1: It was... uh, Do you want to tell us about that? Because it um, sounds like you know more.
0: Horizon Zero Dawn? No, the other one. Horizon Forbidden Forbidden West? West. Yep. Uh, Was a PS4 and PS5 game. And... Like, all the other games, you got that, like, if you buy the PS4 version, you can upgrade it to the PS5 version for free. Which is wild. It made sense for games that, like, came out before the PS5. Yeah. But I'm surprised it kept going for so long. I assume because the console shortage and shit like that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, they, everyone, or a lot of people bought the PS4 version. Because at least in Australia, it is a fair bit cheaper to buy that than the PS5 version. Like we're talking, I know in America it's about ten bucks, but here it's like twenty five.
1: Yeah, because PS5 games are one hundred twenty four Australian dollars.
0: Ridiculous. So stupid. So um, yeah, naturally a lot of people (laughs) bought the PS4 game, and then Sony were like, uh, there won't be an upgrade." Yeah. And everyone was like, "No, but you said there would be." They're like, "No." We were like, no, but you said that there would be, so they've had to backtrack on that. They are honouring the PS4 to PS5 upgrade, so if you want it, buy the PS4 version quick. Um, But from now on, every Sony first party game, if you want to upgrade from uh, PS4 to PS5, there will be a fee. What do you think about that?
1: Yeah, it's ten bucks. What are your thoughts on that? Because for God of War, I will just buy the PS4 version of God of War because it's going to be cheaper and it'll still be cheaper with the $10 fee. And All that paying the full price gets you is a PS5 case, which I don't care about.
0: (laughs) I think it's very odd that they were doing it in the first place. Yeah. Again, understand games that came out beforehand getting a free upgrade. I think... It makes sense they want to make more money. Yeah, I don't know.
1: I understand that like more effort goes into developing these games now. Yeah, but it's such a big price hike that is not in keeping with the American prices either. No, like no. um, games just cost so much here, and it's so frustrating. I would be fine, like because we normally like you go to JB Hi-Fi or whatever, and I think you pay like seventy to eighty dollars for a brand new PS4 game. Yeah, I would be fine if it went up to ninety for PS Five.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. But, but one hundred and twenty five
1: dollars is just so much, and it's like I cannot justify that most of the time. No, and I'm like, yeah, I'll just get the PS Four version of God of War. And hopefully, it'll would... lower
0: because, like, I remember uh, I yeah, think it was PS Two to PS Three were right? expensive at the start, and then yeah. PS Three to PS Four they're expensive at the start. So hopefully, it'll even out when the ps4 and xbox one era ends but absolutely it's ridiculous anyway we it's have weird.
1: anyways so you know what isn't getting a ps4 version and Thank uh will just be 125 at launch
0: oh no wait hang on <laughs> it's bloody marvel's spider-man 2 i am shocked they revealed going to spoil the trailer i'm shocked they revealed that villain yeah that was like a whoa hang on
1: Oh, so, actually, I'm more shocked that they revealed Kraven. Um, so, really interesting thing. If you go back to the very first Spider-Man trailer, mm-hmm. um, they don't reveal anything. It's just, it's essentially, it's like 50% gameplay, which always shocks me. The original Spider-Man 2018, 2016 trailer has gameplay in it.
0: enough. I think you'll find that the puddles were different. Oh, silly me.
1: <laughs> <You fucking laughs> but it's fool. like, they don't reveal the villain. It's essentially just like Spider Man Spider Maning. And um, they reveal the demons. Like, you know, you've got enemies and demon masks. So I think, first off, it's really interesting that they revealed anything to do with the villains in this trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's interesting that they revealed the game now when it's not out till 2023. But I think putting in Venom, because we already know he's coming through. Miles Morales's tease at the end, and through the first game's tease at yeah. the end. I think using Venom, sure. Craven's a really interesting one that they revealed, even though he's a smaller villain. Um,
0: I am shocked. Sorry, I should rephrase. Yeah. I'm shocked they revealed Venom himself, or themselves. Right. Because they are a Wii. Um, as opposed to, like, just the symbiote. Because that makes me think they might, and I hope, God, I hope not, they might be going down the, uh, the old fucking Venom the Movie train of not having Spider-Man be in the symbiote.
1: Oh, okay, Which I think is a
0: crying shame, if that, if that is the case, I don't know, you know, obviously, I know about as much as the rest of us. Yeah. But, like, I... The fact that Miles is also very clearly, I would say, playable...
1: Yeah,
0: makes me intrigued of like, well, yeah, you can't yeah. just have Peter in the symbiote, can you?
1: I thought maybe it'd be interesting if Miles got the symbiote, because I don't know if that's been done.
0: Oh, um, could be.
1: But I think we can say it's a pretty safe bet that Peter gets the symbiote at some point, because they kind of, like, the guys at Insomniac said a while ago that they didn't include the uh, symbiote suit in the first game, because they were yeah, yeah. wanting to save it for a sequel um also the logo is a black background with the white spider on so i'm oh, like that's true if you do that and then you don't follow up with playing as the symbiote suit i know a lot of people want to play as venom i don't care i would like to just play as spider-man and as miles spider-man and then get some interesting symbiote enhanced powers but don't really need it to be a venom game because
0: he's the villain yeah um, i told you my hope for the spider-man suits
1: yeah, um, I'm going to yeah. mention it
0: here again because I really want to. Cool. I don't think you need any extra like Spider-Man PS4 is full of suits, like just yeah. chock full. I don't think you need to add any more new ones. What I oh, want is the Tasm
1: 2 suit, but anyways. Oh well, yeah. <laughs>
0: well, that's just classic basically.
1: Yeah, I know. Classic with big eyes. Need them sexy eyes.
0: Um, yeah. I would prefer and it would take a lot of work but I believe in them to instead get a symbiote version of every one of the suits. Absolutely. So like if you're swinging around as regular Spider-Man and you choose to swap into the Venom into the symbiote costume, because that's what a lot of video games do. I've found you play as regular one, then you can swap to be in the symbiote suit. Yeah. Yeah. For like, I want to see the symbiote version of iron spider. I want to yeah. see the symbiote version of Armored. I want to see the symbiote version of fucking weird Ghost Rider. That is what I would like, personally, because I think that would be really fucking dope to see. That'd be really cool. Like, I it, think also... Just, the designs would be so cool.
1: Exactly. Well, it's like I'm really excited to see their advanced suit turn into a symbiote yeah. suit. But it's like, um, I also really hope that they have it have the ability to switch on the fly in and out of the symbiote that would be really cool you'll just swing in press a button he turns into the
0: symbiote that's what Spider-Man 3 the video game did that's what um nice Web of Shadows did so I wouldn't be surprised
1: it'd just be so cool I'm very keen for this game um so I think what a lot of people were thinking though is maybe Harry's going to die because Harry Osborn is the one who's got the symbiote on him at the moment in the uh first game in, in Miles um so I think it's possible that maybe Harry dies, and then the symbiote goes to Peter, and then it goes to Eddie Brock, and then they can kind of do everything. Like, and then by having Harry die, that's how you set up Green
0: Goblin as well. Um... Here's a controversial opinion: I don't care if we see Eddie Brock or not. That's totally. I don't fan. give a fuck. Eddie, um, sorry, Harry is the symbiote. We've actually met Harry Osborn. We've seen him around. Yeah. I mean we haven't seen him around, but like we've spoken to him using the audio cues. We yeah, see absolutely. how much he's a good guy. I would be more interested to see that fall than to meet Eddie Brock in the same game yeah. that he becomes Venom.
1: That's totally fair. Um Piss off a lot of people. But yeah, and no, i am I completely agree with you it'd be really cool. Yeah, so I reckon that maybe at the I reckon they get Harry out of the tank. The symbiote leaves him for whatever reason, goes to Peter so he can get the white spider. because mm-hmm. I mean, you have to have that, you have to have Peter's story. <clears throat> and then somehow <clears throat> finds its way back to Harry, and then Harry becomes Venom. And... I'm down. Then he dies. But then there's also, like, the possibility of a boss fight against Peter as Miles, with Peter having the symbiote.
0: Oh, yeah, that would be really fucking cool. Oh, I didn't even think of that. That's dope as hell.
1: So picture this, right? So Peter's wearing the symbiote suit and, like, he starts dancing like an idiot and then he hits his girlfriend and then Miles has to intervene and beat the crap out of him. Oh. (laughs) I love the Venom story in Spider-Man 3. It's a... Look.
0: It's definitely a movie. But then again, I don't like the other ones, so... I reckon it's time to spiel the wheel of genres. Spin the wheel of genres. I completely agree. Let's, let's do it. Spiel is the word I said, not spin. I'm a dickhead. buddle a little spinning the wheel. If you haven't heard the podcast before, we're going to be giving... Uh, I said at the start, but, like, we're going to get a, a random game genre. And we're going to... Oh, that's a good one. Oh, what did it land on? And we've got to try and, like, figure out a game, a Matrix game that is a battle royale oh i reckon that works absolutely
1: it works i was just thinking there's this um fun concept for a mechanic in a battle royale mm-hmm. um there's a thing in the matrix called the loading room yep where they can load in weapons and stuff i think it'd be cool to see that incorporated where Oh, yeah. Maybe you can, un- like, maybe find something and that gives you access to the loan room, then you can just get whatever weapon you want. But, um, yeah, it would be cool. You just are in the Matrix, doing Battle Royale, like, in a simulation, yeah. and maybe you can kill, co- I don't know, because you'd want to see, like, powers and stuff get used, like, bullet time and everything.
0: That would be hard to translate into a multiplayer. Yeah, though.
1: exactly. I'm just like, maybe, like, because Neo can fly. I feel so, like it would
0: be a shield, so It's like someone's shooting you and you can activate right. like bullet time, and it just kind of stops the bullets in front of you.
1: Yeah, exactly. And they
0: just hover in the in the air for a bit. Yep. Um.
1: And maybe when you like go looting or searching stuff, that maybe there's something you can find that gives you access to more powers. Um, yep. Just call it like belief. I don't know um well it could be like that
0: there were the as you were saying there were the lockers of guns it's just like yeah Yeah. you found a new stash
1: then you get to unlock all the avatars from the films you get to maybe design your own avatar with their cool
0: cool trench
1: coat and sunnies i
0: thought it's something real dumb but it makes me laugh Um, yes Fortnite sometimes gets in trouble not trouble but like people don't like it because like if you don't get a hundred players then you get Random bots pretending to be yes. real people. Those bots are just Agent Smiths <laughs> running around.
1: Oh, that'd be cool.
0: So you know who's a bot and who's not.
1: Yeah. That'd be very cool. I like that.
0: Um, I feel like, yeah, the character customization would be cool.
1: Absolutely.
0: We've got the staff. Well, something, mm. something cool in the new film
1: is that the new characters have more modern outfits and everything. Stuff that's oh. like sort of
0: like I mean, fit in that with the skin era. tight leather
1: yeah no more of that heartbreaking it's all people with like different hair colors and like um more like normal clothes um he's bloody kids it's really cool i think it's like a nice evolution neo's got a beard yeah. he looks like john wick
0: um, that's weird they, john wick should sue
1: he should it's so annoying that John Wick 3 and The Matrix are supposed to be coming out on the same day, and now they're not because of stupid delays.
0: <laughs> same day? That's too much.
1: I know, that's a lot of Keanu in one day, but I would, I would do it. I'd watch both. Not I'd do a double feature. Hmm? He's, he's, he's
0: okay. He, is he?
1: So. <laughs> any other thoughts on a Battle Royale?
0: No, it's kind of it's just like, yeah, that, that'd be good. Yeah,
1: I think it'd be cool. You'd call it the matrix um, and <laughs> having
0: different maps with like glitches oh that can be the fucking the storm cloud slash the shrinking map is like oh the matrix is shutting down and you're getting yeah, okay. the glitches are coming through and don't get stuck in the glitch or you'll glitch away forever
1: so there was a thing in the online game where there was a whole bunch of different warring factions mm-hmm. so you could sort of make that the purpose of it, so it's like you're fighting these other factions to get like, that's the reason for it, that's why you're killing other people in the Matrix as well. Oh, yeah. Um, you just, like, base it on, like, that idea. I don't know much about it other than that. Um... Cool idea? Yeah, it would be very cool. And then you can... That provides reasons for different character outfits and looks and whatnot. Um... And then, yeah, it'd all be in, like, cities, I guess.
0: Beautiful. Well,
1: uh... Oh, that was the thing I was gonna talk about. Um, you could actually have way more fun with this. So, in the second film, they talk about previous iterations of the Matrix. Mm -hmm. They do talk about it in the first one, but in the second film, they get into detail about some of the different versions that existed. One of them was a world with vampires and werewolves and monsters and stuff. So it was like a fantasy world. But it was messed up. So, you could translate that into a game where there's different maps based on different iterations of the matrix. So maybe, and then therefore different weapons and everything sort of keep it fresh each game. What I think would be really cool. So like a really cool thing, the two characters in the second film who are, I think they're called the ghosts or something. They're the two super pale dudes, with the uh, white dreadlocks and they have like the switchblades and like all the white clothes very creepy look, a very weird look rather. It's an interesting Um, look. Yeah, look, I wouldn't hang out with someone dressed like that. Um, I wouldn't hang out with me dressed like that, I should say. (laughs) Um, But they, I believe, are supposed to be ghosts from a previous iteration of The Matrix, like where there was a sort of more nightmare world, which I think is a really cool concept. I just like, that'd be a cool thing to translate into a battle royale, where you can have different fantasy weapons or maybe like like a version of the Matrix It's like piratey or whatever. It's like different time periods in the Matrix and you get pirate weapons and ships and stuff. Mm. That would keep it fresh. And it it's a simulation. You can do whatever you want. But with it always being people trying to get out because there's warring factions and stuff. Maybe it's a glitch. You can just say it's like a glitch in the Matrix and it's sort of cycling through its different iterations.
0: I'm fucking down with that. I always want to see different worlds. No, I don't. I always want to see different worlds. That's getting close to a multiverse, and you know, <laughs> I'm not having it. So, what's this then? Some kind of Matrix multiverse? <laughs> so, Dustin, if uh, yeah. they, if, if the level listeners wanted to find you, I think it's time to, it's time to call it, call it quits. I agree. I reckon this so has been they, a good if episode. They, if they wanted
1: to find me, yeah, if where you were, would they if you're you listening and you thought, "Wow, gee whiz, this Dustin guy," What a cool dude.
0: Um, Oh, well, well, don't pat yourself in the back too much.
1: (laughs) So if you wanted to do that, you would look me up on uh, Twitch. I'm just called Dustin underscore Caldwell. And uh, I stream every now and then. It's a lot of fun. We have fun. I play games. It's cool. Um, I also have an email called Dustin Caldwell Twitch at gmail.com and you can send me emails there, and I'll get back to you. You can give me your ideas about the podcast. Yeah. Uh, if they wanted to talk to you, Jack, where would they go? You
0: could find me at twitch.tv slash donut. You could find me at twitter.com slash donut. Look up a forgotten donut. It'll be me. Want to know something funny
1: about that A forgotten donut? What? It's probably not real because we're in the Matrix.
0: Oh, my God. There yeah. was no donut. There never was a donut. There never was a donut. <laughs> you want to know the secret? There never was a donut. I reckon if people would like to find both of us, talk to us would at the be, same time. There would be a way to do that. And that would be at adaptapalspod at gmail.com yep. or tweeting at adaptapals. You can do both of those things and you can give us. Some ideas for your Ideal Matrix game. Some ideas for a future episode of the show. Some ideas for just whatever. Just talk to us. Just have a like have a big old chat. I love to talk. Just in general, I like to talk. I'm just
1: keen to read people's ideas.
0: I'm always keen to see what people have come up with. Yeah. Because, yeah, it, it'll be...
1: Plus, I fe- it, gives us, it gives us fuel for it. A, for a, it gives us content. Finally to... A, uh, a segment where we read our emails. In fact, I have an email to read out today. Do you now? International Monetary Fund.
0: Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't read this one yet.
1: International Monet- Monetary Fund, 719th Street, uh, NW, Washington, D.C. Hello, beneficiary. Due to Hello. the ongoing global pandemic, your email account has been approved to receive the sum of $10,300,000. U.S. Dude,
0: that's so much money. We're rich.
1: We could make the first scene of the Matrix. Almost, we could. So, as a form of relief compensation, I love that this podcast that's small and rising hopefully, hopefully. gets ten million dollars. <laughs> Dude, this is so exciting! The International Monetary Fund. Oh my god!
0: I'm clear. This goes on.
1: Just, just listen. The International Monetary Fund, or this ties back to last week the imf
0: oh my god it's the impossible <laughs> mission force guys
1: enhanced by the federal bureau of investigation or the fbi discovered that millions of individuals companies corporate but i'm not reading all of this, no, this but is um a lot. we 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 are qualified to receive a lot of money
0: it's ex- so, my favorite part is um your money is currently in our correspondent bank in turkey but turkey is a completely different font
1: it's of, it like a really you? fancy font. Oh, for me, it's not. Oh, that's for me, weird. it's all just like Arial or whatever. Never mind. That's funny. I love spam emails. Regards, who sent Ge- it to oh. us? Kristalina uh,
0: Georgieva.
1: Yeah. Managing Thanks, Kristalina. Director
0: of the Impossible Mission Force.
1: <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> I think I can hear. Um, I can hear that I can, little theme coming in. I like this music.
0: It's good music. I hope you all have a lovely day, night, whatever the time you're listening to this to. Thanks we'll see you in the next
1: episode.
0: Yeah, I'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs>